Welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, a podcast all about inspiring and encouraging dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, parenting, and faith on the fly. This episode of Dads on the Fly is brought to you by Pigeon River Outfitters. Pigeon River Outfitters is located right on the banks of the Pigeon River here in Canton, North Carolina. Joshua, tell them a little bit more about Pigeon River Outfitters. Well, folks, let me just tell you, you can go down there, see Charles and his gang. You can rent tubes. You can rent paddle boards. You can rent kayaks. You can rent canoes. I think they've even got some new fishing vessels available for everybody to go try out right there in the Pigeon River. So you owe it to yourself if you're in the mountains, only 15 minutes from Asheville, anywhere in West North Carolina. Just take a day, take a little drive, come see Pigeon River Outfitters and check them out, and they will get you on the water right here in the beautiful and clean Pigeon River. Yeah, make sure to check them out at PigeonRiverOutfittersNC.com. They got some exciting stuff coming up, especially with the July 4th plus one event headed our way here in a week or so. You can actually tube in the river and watch the fireworks show. Now, that's a cool event. So make sure to check them out, PigeonRiverOutfittersNC.com. And without further ado, let's dive into episode 45 of Dads on the Fly. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am Caleb Simmons, joined alongside by my brother, Joshua Simmons, and a lot of times we have guests on this podcast, if you're new to the podcast, though, but tonight is just me and Joshua, and we are just reflecting a little bit on a seven-day yeah, vacation, man. Uh, we're going to reflect on that vacation for this episode, but man, you just said that 45 episodes. It was like last vacation where we sort of had this whole idea of maybe doing this thing. Came home, texted about it for a few weeks, and here we are, 45 episodes in. Won't be long. We'll be doing this for a solid year. Wow, hard to believe. Pretty cool to think about, man. Yeah, a year ago this time, we were on this exact same vacation that we do every year with our family, and uh, that's where this brainchild kind of started, and here we go, keeping it rolling. And uh, yeah, 45, 45 episodes in. That's pretty cool. So, man, let's tell everybody a little bit about what took place last week. Well, first of all, there are a lot of things that you dads out there and you families probably do for vacation. Um, some people go to cities. Some people go to the beach, which is a popular vacation destination. Some people, uh, where, where else do we go? Some people come to the mountains. Go to the lake. Go, go to the, the lake, yeah. mountains. Who are, but we love our Western North Carolina mountains so much that we vacation in the mountains. It's like we leave the mountains to get into more mountains. We just different go, mountains. We just a little go, higher. We just go higher in elevation. Yeah, that's all we do. We go to what is known as, in Western North Carolina, the high country. That's right. Um, Laura and myself are very fond of the high country. We both went to Appalachian State. And we go to a little town just uh, below Appalachian, below Boone there, called Banner Elk. And we spend seven days. And I have to say, that last day, not having to leave on Saturday... Is, is one of the most coolest things about this vacation, other than like all the other cool stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah, we stayed, at, stayed an extra day this year than we like, normally do. That's we cool. literally stay seven days, so which is really cool. We check in on Sunday, check out on Sunday. And we, I like to think we vacation a little different than most people. In fact, when I tell people what we do on vacation, I sometimes get some kind of weird stares. <laughs> okay, why is that? Well, we really don't. This was the most sort of outside of our 
house, cabin, whichever thing we rent, activities this year that we've ever done. And there was still not a lot. Yeah, that's true. But wait, we don't go to do much, but to, we literally, it's kind of cool this podcast is about being present with your kids. We are pretty present with our family for seven days. Yeah, I mean, that's literally what we do. We we get there. We did have a little bit more planned this year than we normally do. Uh, you know, we got to go to Tweetsies. Man, big shout out to Tweetsies. The owners of them are listening to this podcast. Shoot us, you know, free advertising here for them. Yeah, I'm sure day, they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> so we started off at on Monday of vacation with the old Tweetsie Railroad, which was a quite comical railroad adventure. Oh, absolutely. Which then led to some amusement park rides for the kids. Yep. A magic show at the end. That was great. Feeding some goats and deer. Oh, I forgot about the goats. That was, yep. And then the kids uh, really liked those go-karts that you couldn't pass people on. Those were were a big hit. that was a blast. And and on that event, well, we need to put this on our social media. I think my wife did. Maybe not on our social media. But there was this one ride that my kids and you talked me into getting on. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and I ended up like a. I got a lot of cool uncle awards at Tweetsies, man. Well, there was just this really, one ride that I don't like the side to side, <laughs> and y'all were spinning that thing. And let me tell you, I was not in a good position when that sucker got over. That was funny. It was a good time though. So yeah, Tweetsies was fun, but but literally that was about the only thing which was more planned that we had than we usually do. Yeah, because usually our vacations, our family vacations, consist of. Getting up in the high country, we'll, we'll where it's cabin or something like cooler. that. Where, yeah, where it's 70 degrees. I think the hottest it got one day was 80. It did get to 80, but in the evening. There was a breeze blowing, mm-hmm. yeah, and in the, in the evening it never got below, or it never got above like 65, 70 degrees tops. It was beautiful every night. Sitting outside, looking at deer, looking at, you know, nature and everything. And it was such a great time. But yeah, I mean, we, we sit around, we play a lot of games. We're a big board game family. We play a lot of board games and card games and stuff, and our kids just play together. They we got a cool yard this year for them to play in. I think they played like seventeen rounds of badminton and volleyball. And it's I will just say, fun. if we if we stayed on vacation too much longer, we we might have some professional badminton players. <laughs> we we got pretty those kids got pretty good. Reed, at the Reed old was upset that we couldn't set it up here at the house today. The old so. badminton was a big hit this year, <laughs> but sure. we were literally guys. We just we go we get together, we hang out. We kind of did a a movie every day for for kind of nap rest time this year, mm-hmm. which was different. And then our mom kind of gives everybody their own special day. Yeah, she does. So like last year, yeah. Well, last year day, everybody got their favorite day, day, and it was like their favorite color or whatever. Well, this year she everybody got to pick their favorite like place. Yeah, a place they wanted to go. In the world. Yeah, like, it could be anywhere in the world, in the whole this is great. Day. This is kind of like a, I mean, this is a cool tip for those of you who have big families. Oh, so like, our mom gets so much props for this, because yeah. this was so much fun. So, on, like, one day we woke up, and it was Corbin's French Day, and there was French music she playing. She to go to Paris. And we had, uh... We had, we had, um, croissants. Croissants for breakfast. For breakfast, and, uh, what else did we, we did I forget all the French stuff. Well, we went to the railroad that day, so we pretended, you know, we were on a French train or something, I think. Yes, we turned little old (laughs) Tweetsie into a French train, but anyway. So, I mean, we had a lot of fun with that. We had, I think James went to... Reed Reed, Reed, the next day went to the jungle, because he wanted to go to the jungle. So that morning we woke up to welcome to the jungle. Yep, and and, uh, animal stuff everywhere, and paw prints and stuff. 
And James's was what? James wanted to go to the beach because when you ask a three year old, where does he want to go? The That's beach. And says. we did beach day, and that was the day we went swimming at a at lake, lake that had that a beach. Had a beach yeah. Even uh-huh. I mean, it's a beach enough to our kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then Foster's Day was. Uh, I forget what Australia. Oh, Australia, Australia for the Australian Australia. Open. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, he wanted to go watch tennis we did at the Australian, Australian stuff. But then the adults got a day too. Yeah, the adults. And so so the girls shared a day, and then the guys the, shared a day. The girl adults, my wife and your wife shared a day. Uh, Russia and Alaska. Russia and Alaska is so fun. Which we could go into details about. <laughs> but then I think we should talk for a minute here about where we chose. Oh yeah, our our choices of where we. Would. So the way this was framed was a week before we left for vacation. Pearl got us all together and said, "All right, if you go any in the where in the world, where would it go?" And she wrote all these down. And uh, yours was? Argentina. Argentina to go. Trout fishing, of course. Trout fish the and Patagonia. Eat dinner at 9.30 and 10 o'clock. I'm, those are my people. Take I don't even know every them. day. And, and you chose? I chose New Zealand. So on our day, we had like Argentinian food. Food and, and drinks and all were, kind of stuff. It, it was, was a great time. Great time. And yeah, you had. I, mean, uh, I felt like I was in New Zealand. Like yeah, she had stuff decorated like it was Hobbits. And, and yeah, you had like the third so, supper and all that stuff, yeah, the Hobbits oh, yeah. do. And, <laughs> At first and second breakfast and eleventh and yeah, I don't even T-tow, yeah I don't remember those supper, books, dinner, but yeah. I love the movies. So, so much stuff, and so that was kind of our vacation. We can't highly Good recommend job. enough the board games we play. I don't know if we should necessarily give so many. Pro- <laughs> we have spent so much money investing in board games it's, it's, we'll that we need a sponsorship before you, we even throw those yeah, out there. If you need to know board games that are fun for your family. Shoot us a message. We will we for will all ages. We yeah, have all sure. age board games. We are, now we'll tell you one game that I played multiple times this oh week. Oh my gosh. And it's because of your oldest son. Yeah, but you got into it. Dude, I got way into it. No, no. I thought I hated it. Let's just be a little real times. here about why you got into it. Because I won. Oh, you won by a lot. <laughs> so as much as I don't like Monopoly, Caleb bit that bullet Dude, for I me. I loved Monopoly. Because he was so winning. this week. So that was cool. Guess what we played this afternoon? No, you didn't. We did with Reed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got him a little travel. You came home, and played, so came home and played Monopoly wow. again. Now, we cut it short, and it lasted about 15 minutes. I can only minutes, imagine. But it, was, we, uh, it was a good time. Played a lot of card games, had some good time there. The badminton was a big deal. But, of course, we couldn't go on a dads-on-the-fly family vacation without a little fishing involved. Absolutely. So, so folk, we took... The, the first fishing yeah. experience of the week... Was wasn't yeah, it at the park? Several. Right? Yeah. Let's let's talk about the park. Okay. So there's a park like three miles from our our house. Yeah, right that we're there, staying in downtown Banner. Right down the Banner. And there's Greenway ride bikes. And Greenway stuff. kids are riding bikes. Big playground. And the first night we go, I told Caleb, I was like, somebody had told me. Are we are we about spot burn right here? No, I mean, it's, a, about it. it's a public public park. public park. There's kids. <laughs> That's what makes this story makes even, better. even better. Yeah. Okay. So. There's a park in Banner. I'm going to name the stream. It's the only stream running through the park. And uh, there's kids splashing and everything, right? And I told Caleb, I was like, I was told that there are wild rainbows in this park. In yep. like, he's like, you're kidding me. I mean, it's literally, folks, there are kids, dogs, anything you could think of splashing. But this park is, I mean, there are wild fish. It's got a wild sign on the post when you yeah, walk through the park. There are wild fish in the park. We could see them. So Caleb's like, we're going to catch one of these wild fish. So you brought your rod that night. I didn't even bring mine. Yeah, I was I just, just riding little, the bike with Foster. Yep. You I, had like and a little, I had no idea what kind of what size the creek was going to be. If it's a yep. big river, or is a little creek? No, it's a little creek. It is a very little creek. I mean, we're talking hey, probably you know, six feet wide. I mean, our kids only walked across it seven thousand times. Exactly. So yeah. It wasn't like it was very deep or anything, but. You found some holes kind of up that creek, and you caught like two browns. I caught three fish in the first night. I caught a brown and two rainbows, like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I was like, this is nuts. Literally, beside the greenway, on the dry fly. 
So you were fishing. And there was, the best part is there's literally kids splashing. Oh, that's the next time we go. Yeah. yeah. So one of the coolest parts of this vacation that I'll always remember is you set that rod down to go. I think you went bike riding with the kids. You rode my bike, didn't you, around yeah, the Greenway? I think Foster said he wanted to fish. Foster said he wanted to fish. So Foster takes the rod, and there's this little hole literally beside a picnic table. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting on the picnic table. and I'm Along like, with our mom and dad. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, dude, if you want to have at it, have at it. If this makes you happy, let it roll. He's casting this dry fly. Uh, I think it was a, I'm going to give the dry fly. It was, hippie, it was a hippie stopper. It was a little yellow hippie stopper. Howard the Duck. Yeah. Get, thanks, Howie, for the There you go. There. So Foster's casting this over there, and I was like, I'm, I'm right behind him. I was like, buddy, you got to get all the way to the bank. Because there's a hole, but I'm telling you, this hole is like the size of two tennis oh, shoes. it's tiny. It's yeah. not a big hole. But I was like, buddy, if there's a fish in there, it's in that hole right under that stump. And so he cast over to the bank, literally, wild rainbow, crushes it. He sets it. He fights it. This part is he does it. it like, <laughs> rod tip point straight down. But he landed. We're the, all freaking we out. We all picked oh, up. The, yeah, we, landed we landed the, the fish. He got yeah. a great picture with him. Turn him loose, you know, what, maybe a six, seven inch rainbow wild fish. But it was the first wild fish Foster had caught, land, I mean, casted, caught, landed, hooked, all himself. Did it all by himself. It was flipping awesome. Yep. And it was. And I mean, it it was kind of cool too because he kept casting and you're like, buddy, you got to get another two feet over. You got to get another two feet over. You got to get it closer back, closer back. He finally does it. And as soon as he does, wham. Man, that was the highlight of. So far, my week at that point in the week. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And got, I just wanted to mention this part of the show. You don't have to be on the Henry's Fork, you know. <laughs> Especially not for kids. For a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. Well, not even me. I was screaming yeah, like oh, a girl. Golly, yeah, you were jumping up and I down. I was bouncing around, happy as I could be. Yep. Because he did it himself. And I don't care what anybody says. Those wild fish are hard to catch. They don't sip flies. They attack flies. And if you don't hook set at the right time, you're done. And he did it. And he loved it. And he got a picture. And he was pumped. And at that, here's the thing. He can roll cast my two weight good enough now. Yeah. We going to be taking him in the park soon? I bought him a pair of boots this afternoon. Did you really? Yes. The felt boots are (laughs) on the way. Literally ordered them when I got home. That is great. That's exciting. I mean, he can't wait like the boulders like we can yet, but he, he can at least go with us on some of these flatter creeks. So yes. Yeah, for sure. The guard socks and the boots were ordered when I got home. I love it. So that was a super cool thing. I just want to tell dads out there, if you're taking kids fishing, if you can find a park, I mean, that I mean, was like perfect parenting. Dude, that place was perfect because we had Two our, kids on the oh swings. Gosh, they were on swings and riding bikes and playing on the playground. And literally, we could fish... While we watch them. Or I could watch Foster fish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, either one. It was solid. We it went back. Perfect. At the end of the week, Caleb was literally catching fish or flipping fish. They weren't big enough to get. The, like, oh, yeah. They were so These little small. wild rainbows. Wow. The kids were playing in the pool. Oh, right they were splashing in the pool. It's crazy. It was um, there was a couple of snakes, so be careful. Uh, my brother yeah, loves snakes. Yep. Yeah. I could have gone without that part. So <laughs> that was the cool part of the park that week. I just can't say it enough. Yeah. The simplicity of water and rivers and it's obviously it's healthy man yep. it doesn't hold wild fish if that stream not healthy oh, yeah, but no, that elevation well take care of you know the, one of the coolest things about foster's fish that was so much fun too 
we were just talking about like how we don't plan a lot of stuff to do on vacations and we don't I mean we had already had all the gear and everything we needed it costs you nothing to create that moment for him no he used your rod it didn't even cost me <laughs> it didn't even cost you anything I was just hanging out watching him <laughs> you good. took your stuff down there you tied to fly it was, it was a cool deal but that's a memory he'll have for forever oh we'll always have it and for sure you didn't have to force it you weren't trying to do too much like no. i said i mean it cost you nothing and that's something you'll literally just standing there and he yep. loved it he was it was great and then he kept wanting to go back and the day he went back to the park he didn't want to leave because he was casting <laughs> even though the fish were not like necessarily we were catching as many but that's oh, where i knew he turned into you yeah he wouldn't leave he went to the park, but he, he, i was like holy cow yep. you are your father's child because we said last cast i think about 50 times before yep. we finally left so okay so so cool then we the following morning, not that this is a day by day of the vacation because it's not, but the following morning, I think the following morning, maybe the, maybe it was that morning. I don't know. One morning, we turned the dining room table into Fly Tying Central. Oh golly, yeah, I forgot about that. We and, sure did. That was fun. And this, it was actually the morning before we went to the park because we were talking about going to the park that was night. It? And maybe I thought it was the morning before fish. we went fishing because see, or, yeah, we, maybe that you was, and I went fishing matter. just Some us the day before yeah, the day that's after. Right, okay? That's right. So. On the day after, Caleb and I had our, we always take one morning and go fish for three or four hours. And we were trying to find new streams this year. Didn't work out quite as well from what we thought we were going to find, but that's okay. It was still a cool drive. Came back to our regular spot. We're going to talk about that little fishing adventure in just a second. But before we do, we're going to give you a little update from Behind the Vice. Yeah, some Joshua's Adventures Behind the Vice. Uh, and as always, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Anadromous Fly Company. Anadromous Fly Company is your sharpest decision in fly tying tools and scissors. Make sure to check them out at aflyco.com. That's A-F-L-Y-C-O.com. And when you find something you like, you just put in at checkout, Dad's 20. You save 20% off your purchase, folks. Absolutely. You can't, you can't beat it. Awesome And stuff. the scissors last like forever, and they're great. Okay, Love it. so Tell we turned about. the dining room table into the fly tying mecca. Fly tying I mean, yeah. there's just like hair and fuzz and <laughs> chenille and cooks everywhere. And so this is like on Tuesday. We're packing up this morning to leave, and yeah. mom finds a feather, and she's like, "Are sure you don't want to keep that?" Yeah, for sure, it was. I mean, there's stuff everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So we have talked on this podcast before that your wife and has gotten into fishing, right? Like yeah. she enjoyed fishing with you. She's got to fish on your little, like a uh, anniversary trip, yep. taking her some stock water here. She's caught some fish. She's into that. Well, my wife doesn't really like water that much. Mm-hmm. She doesn't swim. So mm-hmm. she doesn't like want to go on the boat or anything like that. But that she is still very involved and she is an amazing, like she can sew and do all this stuff with her hands. So I was like, I got to teach her how to tie fly. <laughs> yeah, you did. So no better time was than on vacation, right? When we're sitting around, when we're sitting around doing nothing, doing nothing. Yeah. So we get her to the vice, and she ties a couple of green inchworms. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "All right, we got to try one dry fly, right?" And this was—I'm still very new to the elk hair caddis fly, but I fell in love with the elk hair caddis behind the vice on vacation. So I tied a couple, a couple before she sat down. I kind of walked her through it. Obviously, me only tying probably like 15 my whole entire life. And here I am trying to teach her, which was, you know, pretty hilarious. We should probably video yeah, that in that. general. Interesting. But she ties an elk hair cat. It's probably, man, one or two of them. For sure one. Okay. The next morning, we go fishing to a wild, 
catch and release only trout stream that we've fished before. First brown trout of the day, I literally caught on her elk hair cats. That it was was in like the first five minutes. Five, the, ten minutes it's like my first hour. really good cast and yep. drift, and bam, the elk hair cats. So that to me, between Foster catching a wild fish by himself and then my wife tying a fly, and you catching a fish on it. Yeah, so I know we had Ray Sugg on this episode. <laughs> like, you know, he caught a, th- a fish in a thousand streams on Flassy Tide. Oh, uh, challenge new accepted. Challenge? New challenge to him. Can you or new challenge? Can you catch a fish on flies tied by your spouse? There we go, folks. <laughs> That's um, pretty good. But yeah, it was awesome. And we had a terrific morning fishing. Uh, it was really definitely a morning fish. We got in and just tore up some brown trout. Man. We did, man. That's a, it's a total I caught a really brown nice trout. Oh, golly. You caught a sweet yeah, brown. He, he we went tell left and story? Yeah, he went left and right, and I hooked him, and he was on good. And I thought, when I said it, I really thought I had one of those sticks or like rock. You know how sometimes you sit on the bottom? Oh, yeah. And then he went back down, and I was like, holy crap, that's a good fish. And uh, he went left, he went right, and I couldn't get my net to him. And he kind of went down this, you were probably six feet below me. Yeah. He took off downstream and hit the waterfall. And I was like, Caleb, you're going to have to net him. He's like, okay, well, then... I think you slipped. Fish I'm swam trying, underneath net, you. I'm trying to net the fish. The fish swims in between my legs. I fall. I thought I stepped on the fish. The fish, but you didn't. The I fish did was still the fish. swimming. Fish was still swimming. Fighting. I've got tippet wrapped around my ankles. <laughs> I finally get the fish netted. We're so stoked because it's a sweet fish. And as I go to lift my net up, the tippet's still wrapped around my daggum leg. And the so fish when falls I back the, out. When I pull the net up, the fish flips out of the net again. And so we have to go through it again. And then we got the fish. Poor fish. He, was, the fish survived. Oh, he was we well taken care of. He was we kept very him, well taken care of. He kept even, him wet the whole time. We really didn't even fight. I mean, he wasn't even really phased at all. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, but It was a great story. A and fun. Will and Eddie got a great picture of him. Yeah. That, that, that's the times we need a cameraman. But how, <laughs> how many fish did you catch that day, Caleb, on... Back to my fly tying. Don't make this too complicated, folks. On the green inchworm. Oh golly! I think we caught. Uh, God, we had we we lost count. I mean, I'd say we caught over thirty fish easily, and, and I'd say uh, over half of them are caught on green inchworm, greeny weenies. And you just can't beat them, folks. This time of year, the terrestrial bites on. You gotta you gotta go for it. So we had a great day fishing, and you know it was a cool day to be together. And oh, I wanted to throw this out there. I had bought a. You know, during the summer, we've not trout fished as much down here. We were up in the high country. So I just want to throw this tip out there. I bought a water thermometer. Yeah, this was wise. And I just clipped it to my boot, like my shoestring. Came with a little carabiner. And I could kind of monitor that all day. So when we started fishing that morning, water temp was 59. That's solid. That's perfect. That's like money trout water temperature. That's right where you want it. And when we got out, it was at like 62, and it had... The bite really turned off in the last, like, 45 minutes to an hour or so. Just keep that out there, um, thinking about that as you're fishing this summer, if you're going up in the high country or any high elevation. It's not a bad idea. I got this on Amazon for, like, 11 bucks, man. Just clap clip to your boot, and you can keep up with water temperatures. Good idea. So we did that. That was our fishing adventure together. But we had promised the children that the river rat would make the vacation trip, which it did. It did, yeah. We hauled hauled the raft up there and... Had no issues with that and went to the lake to swim that day. And we and noticed that it was a fishing lake. It was a stocked lake. Well, they said stocked. <laughs> I mean, they stocked it at some point. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we were like, we're going to bring the kids back to this lake. Yep. So we uh, 
how do you want to? There's a lot of story. <laughs> there's a lot of things we can say here. Yeah, okay, for sure. Number one is we have often talked to other dads on this show. What is the success of a fishing trip? Well, folks, let me just tell you: if you're taking four kids under ten, you don't go for longer than an hour. If you, yeah, for sure. And that was our, and we did that well. We did well. If you didn't see it, check out our Instagram. Did you do a post or just a story? I haven't done a, I'm going to do another one throughout the week. Yeah, so check out the Instagram this week for a picture of two adults and four kids under 10 on a 12-foot fishing raft. It's, um, it's just a smidge crowded. Be careful. Uh, what else would I say? No, we Everybody were safe the whole time. Jacket. It was just. It was crowded. It's not as much crowded as it's just active. Well, there, yeah, there you go. That's so, what I said. You know, we, we couldn't do that on a river. The obviously. minute we Foster up, cast, still like. then Corbin cast, then you cast, <laughs> and then all three of you cast at the same time. And then you got kids upset because one we're has all a bobber hung up. and one doesn't. <laughs> yes, somebody was mad. Somebody's they had a bobber. Tinkara, somebody's one. throwing a streamer. Somebody's throwing a worm. So. Yes. <laughs> It was, and, it was a whole thing. And there's water in the bottom of the boat because yeah, we have a self-failing boat. And then a hat and fell off. to splash in the water on the boat. Yes. <laughs> and then a hat fell off. And then one hat fell in the water. And we had to pick it up. And there was nowhere for one to sit. And yeah. It, but to all of that, you get to tell your cool story. Well, the best part about that, though, it was it was a trip to say the least there were moments of frustration that we had to get over well the wind started blowing too. Wind was whipping you were trying to row through it it was it was crazy it didn't line up perfect but every kid on that boat reeled in a fish that night i mean i wouldn't say reeled but they well, brought they got it Sorry, <laughs> that's true every kid on that boat felt a fish fight and brought it to the boat rod and got it to the boat yes. and we got pictures now, of them with the fish not much of fish but there were fish hey they were little bluegill but they were fun oh they were a blast especially when we find out they were they hitting, hitting yellow hitting hoppers little topwater hoppers which was so much fun and then one of the coolest moments for me there you go was james my three-year-old three years old folks. caught his very first fish and he caught it on a fly rod. And he did it himself. And he did it all by himself. I mean, we had to tell him to set the hook, but yeah. I mean, we <laughs> I cast I cast it out there for him, and he's holding the rod, and all of a sudden a little bluegill comes up and sips a little dry fly. And we said, James, set a hook. He sets it, and I'm like, just hold it still, buddy. And I, you know, I'm having to help him strip line in. No, he got it. But he got it to the boat. He did. And we got a great picture with him. And and the best part too was that night. So mom uh does the nightly mom, recap does a little nightly recap with, with the kids, kids who are on vacation where they sit down and they talk about their favorite part of the day have a little bible verse they have a little bible study and they pray together um and the and i kind of would lean in and listen every i got kicked out meeting. twice yeah i got kicked out once. so it was a non-dad mom adventure <laughs> this was grandma kids only exactly. here and it was sweet exclusive but, um but i listened in that night and his favorite part of the day was catching catching a fish and catch and, and catching a fish by himself, and we've talked about that a lot. And since folks, that day. just stay tuned at the end of the episode. Yeah. So at the end of this episode, <laughs> James sees these microphones out all the time, and so I'm not going to spoil it now. Just stay tuned at the end stay of the episode. Tuned to the end to James, listen to James, a little bit of a fish. three-year-old story on his own fish. But one of those things that happened on that trip, everybody called a little bluegill. Um, Reed caught one, Foster caught one, and Corbin was the last one to not catch one. And we couldn't get Corbin to fish, and she was she was throwing a tenkara rod I have with a 
big yellow hopper on it so she could see it. I mean, this little bluegill sipped that thing, and I, that little bluegill's not bigger than my hand. And when she, I said, Corbin, now, she flung the fish. <laughs> Turn that vision to a rainbow real quick. <laughs> right at your face. Like the fish came right at Kayla's face. And we got the fish, and then the fish fell off the hook. And as oh, I said, boat, yeah. our boat has an inch or two of water in the bottom. And that fish is swimming in that water. It's, and the kids are loving it. Oh, they think it's hilarious. They are, the three youngest up. kids are just dying Because the fish is swimming around their feet. Yeah, I mean, they love it. It's great. You know, there's an ancient it's like an aquarium. Oh, God, yeah. It was the best thing ever. They're trying to catch it. They're yeah. trying to pin it. I'm worried somebody's going to flip and fall in the water. No, it they were fantastic. having a blast. And so I'll just say that recap. There was not a lot of fish to be had, which we learned about that lake. But we were smart enough to, A, go after dinner only for an hour. So everybody was fed. That was good. And B, if you're going to put that many kids on a small 12-foot raft with two oars, two adults, don't have high expectations. <laughs> For sure. But I'm telling you right now, if we were a guide service, that would be on our commercial. We can literally take four kids <laughs> under 10 and everybody catches a fish. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's funny. It wasn't a large fish, but it was a fish. Hey, man, that's good stuff. So that was awesome. We got the fish again on the lake the next morning. We took our dad and had a morning out on the river i mean on the lake with him and Once that was again, really cool too man I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. we didn't catch i mean dad didn't catch fish we caught a couple more little bluegill and stuff like that they were fun but it's a peaceful we morning still had a great time it was a peaceful morning on the lake bald eagle flew over top of us just like and an we hour got and to half be with our dad out on, yeah hour and a half on the lake with our dad perfect weather um yeah just solid solid morning so those were the efficient adventures for dads on the fly on vacation Good stuff. And so I just want to wrap this up because we got a we got a big trailer here, folks. I'm telling you, you don't want to turn it off. You're gonna you're gonna get the James <laughs> interview at the end of this. But it's, just to it's talk, not very long. So no, sure it's not very long. It. Just stick around for it. It's I just want to talk about the simplicity of how we do vacations. Just come back to that. And for me, that's our dad our dad tip, our parent tip of the week. You can take your kids camping for a night. You can take your kids to a cabin if camp is not your thing. A hotel room, that's fine. Whatever you, you know, in your own house, turn it into a camping inside. If you're intentional just being with them like we do on our vacation, like we spend a lot of time with our kids, like Foster played games with us like every night. Corbin did dance parties. Corbin rolled down the hill. Corbin, James and Reed played badminton. We played, we played baseball with them. dance parties with Corbin. <laughs> yeah, and we played like baseball with them in the yard yeah. like every day. And that intentional time, I mean, Reed hit that one-line drive <laughs> when I was pitching, and it came back and hit me in the chest, and yeah, I, I didn't. That. If that would have been a baseball, we would still be in the hospital. Oh, yeah, we would. You'd probably I mean, that wiffle ball hit me dead in the chest. I mean, those things like that, like those moments, that funny stuff. Um, Mom did, for some reason, on Australia Day, she did this, like, wacky dress-up day. Oh, yeah. Where we all had to wear, like, muck-up days. Muck-up, fragrant yeah. colors and stuff. And then she had some muck-up game where they had to throw Cheetos at our head. <laughs> and these are the things we do, folks, that make our kids remember vacations. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, just think it's, I just think it's a testament to being intentional and being present with the people you love the most. And family is everything for us. And so that was really awesome. Oh, and then I just – it would be – I would be in trouble if I didn't, or I want to make sure I give the shout out. 
Also during the trip, celebrated 15 years of marriage with my wife, which we got to do on that Thursday. So that's pretty cool. Uh, 15 years now. And it's what we do. Our vacations were, that's what they are now. So you got anything to add to that? Just how how cool. And and it's something that we have now said we do every year from Father's Day Sunday to the next Sunday. Yeah. I just want to reiterate what you said. I just think it's so neat the way we do vacation and the way, you know, we are very blessed. You know, I mean, not everybody has the opportunity that we do to take a week off to be able to go somewhere, you know, like a night, like we were in a nice cabin that we could all stay in together, you know, and everybody's got the opportunity to do that. We were very blessed to be able to do that. But like you were saying a minute ago, even if you can't do that, even if it's just a night in your backyard, whatever it is, just there's so, I read a book a few few years ago called The Power of Moments. I love that book. Such a great book. It's um, a seven book, man. That's a cool book. It's a it's a book for anybody. But there is so much power in some of these small moments. And so let's take advantage of them. Yeah. We don't, and to, we don't have to curate them. We don't have to like stay, do something crazy. Hey, staycations work too, folks. Oh, yeah. Just this is what we're doing for the next three days. Yep. But those moments, I mean, I think about this trip this this week. So many moments that we will remember, I mean, forever. Yeah, we got some fishing moments. We got some future badminton Olympians. <laughs> um, I mean, you name it, we got it. We, yeah. It was a cool, cool week. cool stuff that wasn't crazy curated and crazy intense. I was just kind of go with it the flow. It wasn't expensive. On the fly. Just made it all happen, and it was a lot of fun. Yep. So, yeah, it was great. Dad's on the fly vacation episode. That was it. That was it. Man. I do want to apologize to everyone. Dad's on the fly vacation was so exciting that we forgot to pack to take a picture of the giveaway stuff. I know I said that last week. Um, I am I am trying to do it tomorrow, but I am waiting on one thing to come in the mail that gotcha. really makes, I think, the people are going to really appreciate about the giveaway. So as soon as it comes in and I get it all, Lars going to take a cool picture. We got some cool, st- some cool stuff. This is one of the bigger giveaways for... A podcast our size. I mean, it's pretty pretty impactful. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it. I'm like I said yeah, last week. I had to make I'm a list because I was afraid I was going to forget something. Can't win it, but yeah. So make sure to check that out. Um, if you haven't yet, follow us on social. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Dad's on the Fly. If you like this, do us a favor. Leave us a rating or review if you can. We Folks, love those. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a message. Shoot us an a email. DM or an email about what you would like for maybe us to dis- the the year. We're coming up on a year, so we want to know what you would like to hear and maybe the next year. Yeah, We've sure. got some awesome dad guides lined up. We've got some awesome dads we're going to talk to, but we're always interested in ideas. And it really does, like we said on the Steve episode last week, that one DM, that one email, yeah. it really means more to us than you'll ever understand. Absolutely. Uh, that it gives us the idea that we are doing this for the right reason, and we hope we are. So we hope everybody out there has a great week. Be kind to others. Be present with your kids. What else? Is that That's it? it, man. We just thank everyone for listening to this. Again, if you like it, share it with a friend. Rate on social, rate on uh, Apple Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, making his debut on the Dads on the Fly podcast, we give you the youngest child of Caleb, the youngest of the four Dads on the Fly children, Mr. Mr. James. So, James, we just got back from vacation. What what was your favorite part about vacation? Uh, play with Foster and Corbin. Play with Foster and Corbin. What else did we do? What did we get to do on the boat? Uh, I caught my own fish. You caught your own fish. Was that so much fun? Yeah. I am so proud of you for getting to catch your first fish. 
Did you catch it on a fly rod? Yeah. That is so cool, buddy. Well, tell everybody bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. And until next time, tight lines. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dads on the Fly. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through the fishing and parenting life on the fly. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dads on the Fly and shoot us a message as we always love to hear from you. If you are interested in needing Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. Send us a message and we'd be happy to supply you with stickers or t-shirts. If you found this podcast helpful or entertaining, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, tight lines.